Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Involving convenience store robberies lands two men behind bars. I'm Melissa Howell. You'll need to start making payments toward your student loan again this year. Are you ready? I'm Mike Marilla. Flight games on Wall Street, Dow up five. The NASDAQ, though, was down 76. This is CBS, CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual, Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. Three, two, one. It is full power and liftoff. The crew says, go Dragon, go Falcon. A multinational crew heading for the International Space Station. That bright orange flame in the sky, that deafening roar of nine Merlin rocket engines, means that three astronauts, one Russian cosmonaut, on their way to the International Space Station. A beautiful sight, an artificial sunrise, just after 12.34 Eastern Time here at the Kennedy Space Center. They're on their way, a 24-and-a-half-hour ride to the International Space Station. Peter King, CBS News at the Kennedy Space Center. On the other southern coast, the big news continues to be something that usually isn't. The weather correspondent Jonathan Vigliotti is in Los Angeles. In the mountains east of L.A., many residents of Lake Arrowhead remain trapped in their homes. There's a state of emergency as supplies are running dangerously low. This is the real deal, and there's a lot of people in need up here that have never seen it like this before. In soggy Southern California, large trees are uprooted and power lines down. Record snow has also hit Yosemite National Park. Officials there say it will remain closed indefinitely. A 40-year-old Pennsylvania man's due in court later Thursday. He was arrested for allegedly trying to check in something potentially dangerous for a flight from a local airport. Even though what they found was maybe not rid to explode, it could have done enough damage to that plane and the passengers on board because it's the powder that they found that could have been incendiary. Correspondent Jeff Pegues on the Health Watch News for victims of diabetes, a big price drop announced by one of the major makers of insulin. Eli Lilly reported a net income of about $6 billion last year. This year, the CEO says the company plans to invest about $8 billion in research and development for new drugs. That would include new forms of insulin, which would not fall under these price caps. Correspondent Lilia Luciano in in Des Moines, hundreds of Iowa high school students walk out of their classrooms to protest proposed legislation they say is anti-LGBTQ. I'm out here today because I have so many friends who are impacted, who would be impacted by all this legislation that's going on right now. It's really not hard to just accept people for who they are. The search has gone on through the night in Greece for survivors and bodies after a passenger train and a freight train crashed head-on there. The collision killed at least 43 people, injured scores. Cause of the crash not immediately clear. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. Hey there, it's Luke Garrett with WTOP's DMV Download Podcast. Have you heard of Trank? Or what about zombie drug? Its medical name is Xylazine, and it's showing up in Maryland's illicit opiate drug supply. This drug was made to put animals to sleep, but when combined with an opiate, it can cause flesh-decaying wounds. 
Tune in to the latest episode of the DMV Download Podcast to hear how the state of Maryland is combating this emerging drug. We'll see you there. WTOP at 104. Thursday morning, 2nd of March, 2023. Hardly to mostly cloudy. Some spotty showers you might see till daybreak. Low holding in the 40s. We're at 43 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for this early 1 a.m. hour ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you. The story of how a D.C. teen died sounds like a scene from a nightmare. When Gerald Watson was chased into a stairwell locally by a masked man with a gun, the boy banged on his neighbor's doors for help before he was violently killed. Now the teen who pulled the trigger in that incident is 21 years of age and faces the consequences this week. Within days of 15-year-old Gerald Watson's killing, police arrested then 16-year-old Tariq Holston, who court documents said was known around Hartford Street Southeast as a violent kid. When a dispute between neighborhoods grew to a fever, court documents say Holston made it known he was looking for Watson. On December 13, 2019, Watson was walking out to play basketball when two young men wearing masks chased him into his own apartment building. The documents say he begged neighbors for help and to open their doors before they heard 16 gunshots. Police found the Anacostia High School freshman dying in the stairwell. A jury found Holston guilty of first-degree murder, and he'll spend the next 40 years in prison. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. WTOP at 105 on your Thursday morning in Maryland. Two men are facing federal charges this morning following a string of violent crimes targeting convenience stores. Prosecutors say Stephen Kennedy and Donnell Kelly conspired to set fire to 7-Eleven convenience stores in order to gain access to ATMs. Beginning in January of last year, the men are accused of planning to deploy explosives at the stores during business hours, hoping to force the businesses to close. According to documents, the men caused at least 249 thousand dollars in losses to the ATM company and concealed evidence by burning the vehicles used in the crimes. A federal grand jury has indicted both men on several charges. They'll be back in court on Friday. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. WTOP at 106 Thursday morning. Camby 2024 on WTOP. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin will take part in a CNN town hall. He'll be on CNN on March 9th to discuss education, a topic that was, of course, key to the governor's 2021 campaign win in Virginia. His first executive order banned public schools from teaching critical race theory, which holds the systemic racism is part of American society. Now, Youngkin also asked his education secretary last month to look into the Advanced Placement African-American Studies course that was rejected in Florida by Governor Ron DeSantis. Sometime this year, the pause in student loan payments that began three years ago during the pandemic will end. This means regardless of what happens with the Supreme Court fight over the president's federal student loan forgiveness plan, if you have a student loan right now, listen up. You need to prepare to start paying again. In the years since payments have been suspended, some significant things may have changed with either you or your lender. And Barry Glassman with Glassman Wealth Services says the loan provider you once had may have passed on your loan to another company. So check statements and make sure you know who you're paying. Also, make sure they have the correct information about you. And while you're talking to the loan company, ask about ways to lessen the sting of your payments, possibly through refinancing or fixing your interest rate. Also, what may save you some money? There are things like uh, loan forgiveness for public service working, um, consolidating your loan. There's also income-driven repayment plans with some companies that will adjust payments based on how much money you make. 
Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Maryland Lieutenant Governor Aruna Miller is asking state lawmakers to make good on one of Governor Wes Moore's campaign promises, extending and expanding tax credits for low-income residents. Miller is now urging lawmakers this morning to approve the extension of the plan that helped folks during the COVID pandemic. The estimated cost of extending the credit is $171 bucks. We know Washington is where most major protests happen this week actually marks the 110th anniversary of a key one. March 3rd, 1913 was the date of the woman's suffrage procession on the day before Woodrow Wilson's presidential inauguration. U.S. Park Service Ranger Susan Philpott. This was the first, as far as we know, large-scale protest down Pennsylvania Avenue. A quarter million people lined the route. Hundreds of jeering men blocked Pennsylvania Avenue. So the cavalry arrived from over in Arlington to clear the route. The march did continue. Nine years later, the 19th Amendment guaranteed women the right to vote. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. The Belmont Paul Women's Equality National Monument on Capitol Hill is being renovated and will reopen this summer by June. Good morning. Welcome in 108 on WTOP. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Rich Hunters with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, that pursuit that was going northbound 95 headed up towards Springfield ended up on the ramp from northbound 95 to go west on 644 Old Keen Mill Road uh, toward uh, Springfield. Uh, that ramp is currently blocked as a result of the investigation and the remnants of what had been a pursuit. So just be careful uh, exiting. Or you won't be able to exit there. As a matter of fact, that ramp is closed. The ramp to go east on Franconia Road. That ramp is open, but the ramp to go west on 644 currently closed due to the police investigation. Now, if you're traveling uh, 95 northbound approaching Route 1, Spotsylvania, works in place. Mile markers 124 to 125. Single file right, get you by the bridge deck work. Southbound 95 working in Stafford just south of 610. Exit 143 near mile marker 142 there. You get by the work zone. Uh, two lanes left, just a single right lane block to get by currently without delay. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. We've got some rain on Storm Team 4 radar right now, tracking through the area. We'll see high temperatures later this afternoon as the rain moves out after the morning rush into the mid to upper 60s. So a nice afternoon. Friday, all rain, and it's a cold rain at that. We'll see temperatures in the 40s dropping into the upper 30s in many areas as the rain moves in. Much better for the weekend, though. Saturday and Sunday, high temperatures in the mid to upper 50s. So looking pretty good as you make your way through the weekend. Just have to dodge those uh, rain showers this morning. I'm Storm Team 4. Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, we're at 45 degrees in the Waddingham Hour in Gaithersburg, 50, Arlington, 46, Lanham, 43, and Holding in our nation's capital. Coming up this half hour on WTOP. When will the cherry blossoms reach peak bloom? We now have the official projected dates. I'm Nick Ainelli. WTOP at 110. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour, brought to you by PenFed Credit Union. Great rates for everyone. Let's get an update now, a preview of your business day from Bloomberg. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. It's a new month on Wall Street, but the same old fears continue to weigh on stocks as signs of continued inflation pressure have investors recalibrating their interest rate expectations. The market was mixed to lower yesterday, though the S&P's less than half percent loss left it at a nearly six-week low. The Nasdaq fell just over half a percent. Another look at the job market is on the way today as the government issues its weekly tally of first-time claims for jobless benefits. Analysts see a slight increase, but not nearly enough to signal a weakening of the labor market. We'll also get a revised reading on fourth-quarter productivity.
TD Bank's planned takeover of First Horizon is unlikely to close by a May 27th deadline amid regulatory delays. The banks are negotiating an extension, though there's no guarantee. The deal would give TD Bank more than 400 new branches in a dozen states. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. WTOP at 1111. Working on a nightmare. You're with WTOP. This message is for Karina. Our mom who finished her high school diploma at age 28. Hi, Mom. It's Emmett and Nicholas. Congratulations on getting your diploma. You worked so hard and have taught us so much. We love you. When you graduate, they graduate. Finish your high school diploma for you and for them. Visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free and supportive adult education centers near you. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. WTOP at 112. Good Thursday morning, March 2nd. Glad you're with us. This is WTOP News. A flight heading to Frankfurt, Germany from Texas diverted to Dulles International Airport last night after the plane was apparently rocked by severe turbulence. Our news partners over at NBC4 say this morning the plane landed in Virginia at around 9.30 p.m. Seven passengers in all on board. The flight were taken to the hospital after the plane landed. No words on the extent of their injuries this morning. Former Wyoming Republican Congresswoman Liz Cheney has a brand new job this week. She'll be a professor at the University of Virginia Center for Politics, doing guest lectures and participating in research, we're told, until the end of the fall semester this year. Cheney, of course, took a strong stand against former President Donald J. Trump, serving as vice chair of the January 6th House Committee. She lost her primary election in Wyoming last year to a Trump-backed challenger. Sunny. Big announcement this week from the National Park Service on when we can expect D.C.'s famous cherry blossoms to peak. The projected dates are March 22nd through the 25th. With some drama, that's Jeff Reinbold, superintendent of the National Mall and Memorial Parks, announcing the prediction for this year's peak bloom. It's roughly two weeks earlier than normal due to warmer-than-normal temperatures this winter. Reinbold tells WTOP. We didn't have a winter dormancy this year for the trees, which really is kind of confusing for the trees, and it makes it very difficult to predict when the peak bloom is going to occur. Peak bloom is when 70% of the blossoms along the tidal basin have flowered. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Additional federal SNAP benefits are now over. Some 700,000 people locally in Maryland alone are affected. Now the Maryland Food Bank is bracing to fill the possible gap. Over the course of the last year was the result of inflation as well as COVID. We're seeing more and more faces for the first time. Maryland Food Bank CEO Carmen Del Guacho now expects to see even more people after they increase federal food assistance ends. What we're hearing is that families are going to lose uh, upwards of $100 a month. Food Bank and their over 300 partners are hoping to fill that gap for many families. In the meantime, they're also focusing on working with legislators to address root causes of hunger. Like tax credits and no-cost school meals, programs that directly affect people who are food insecure every day. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Some Virginia residents will no longer need to attend a court hearing to wipe charges from their criminal records. Fairfax County Commonwealth Attorney Steve Descano announcing this week a new process developed by the court and clerk's office. In 2021, the Virginia General Assembly loosened strict limits on expungements and changes to criminal records. They'll fully go into effect, we're told, in 2025. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. 
the sun shining, birds are singing, and all feels right in the world. Until the season changes, and suddenly you lose your motivation to get out of bed. In fact, one in five people experience some form of depression, no matter the season or time of year. At the American Psychiatric Association Foundation, our vision is to build a mentally healthy nation for all. Because we want you to live your best life and be your best you all year round. Please visit MentallyHealthyNation.org to learn more. This is WTOP News. WTOP at 116. Good morning. Quick look at the top stories we're looking at for you this morning of our on WTOP this morning. The district's plan to provide fare-free metro buses this summer has been thrown into doubt. We'll tell you why in the minutes ahead. Prosecutors wrap up their case in the closely watched double murder trial of Alex Murtaugh. Keep it here on WTOP for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. More news in 60 seconds. It's 116. Good morning. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms, and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. Coming right up this hour on WTOP for Catching you. up with Belle from Synetic Theater's Gothic Beauty and the Beast. I'm Jason Fraley. When there's not enough coffee in all of Washington to get you going. You've got John and Michelle. Mornings on WTOP News. Hey there, it's Luke Garrett with WTOP's DMV Download Podcast. Have you heard of Trank? Or what about zombie drug? Its medical name is xylazine, and it's showing up in Maryland's illicit opiate drug supply. This drug was made to put animals to sleep, but when combined with an opiate, it can cause flesh-decaying wounds. Tune in to the latest episode of the DMV Download Podcast to hear how the state of Maryland is combating this emerging drug. We'll see you there. Good morning. Welcome into WTLP Thursday morning, March 2nd. Time now is 1-18. I'm a good mother on the 8th, and when it breaks, let's check in out with Rich Hunter this morning in the WTLP Traffic Center. All right. Uh, pretty quiet ride on the Beltway in Maryland as of late through Montgomery and Prince George's County. 95, the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, 270, all free and clear. Now, leaving the district on outbound... 50 or New York Avenue as you cross the Anacostia toward the split for the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Two left lanes get you by the work zone. Northbound Kenilworth Avenue as you leave the district. And U.S. 50 headed up toward the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Stay left past the work there as well. Now, if you're traveling uh, to or from the eastern shore, they are working on the Bay Bridge. The westbound span blocked for overnight maintenance. Eastbound carries two-way traffic. One lane for each direction of travel as of late. Delays have been brief. Virginia, 95 northbound in Springfield. The exit ramp to go west on 644. Uh, end of a police pursuit for the moment. Cleanup and investigation closed the ramp to go west on 644 towards Springfield. The ramp to go east toward Alexandria and Franconia. Uh, that ramp is open. Now, the through lanes are 95 not affected in that stretch. Southbound 95 in Stafford, south of Route 610. Works on blocks the right lane of three. Northbound 
approaching Route 1, Spotsylvania, exit 126. Uh, single file right past the work zone as you pass mile marker 124. Uh, an occasional delay as of late. It's been a little easier getting through that work. Eastbound 66 approaching Route 50 in Fairfax. Single left lane gets you by westbound. Also down to a single left lane in that same area. Further west, as you head toward the rest area of Manassas and continue towards Sudley Road, you're down to a single right lane through the construction. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Coming right up, will declining revenue estimates cause D.C. to pull the cord on free Metro bus service? I'm John Dome. Storm Team 4 tracking what should be a pretty nice Thursday, but we are looking at some rain out there right now, so you may need the umbrella stepping out the front door. Make sure you give yourself a little bit of extra time with all that wet roads out there. High temperatures later today in the upper 60s to near 70 in some locations, so a great afternoon. Friday, look for high temperature in the 40s, but falling into the 30s as rain moves in. That rain could be on the heavier side as well, so not a very nice Friday, a chilly Friday night weekend, though. Looking a lot better. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now we're at 50 at the Wharf in D.C. and in Oxon Hill, 52 in Sterling. We're at 43 in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check him out. Lynn the Plumber. Good morning. It's 120. My name is Juanita Segura, and I was diagnosed in November of 2014 with non-small cell lung cancer. Biomarker testing was a turning point for me. By working with my oncologist, we were able to determine the most appropriate treatment plan. My fear was I wasn't going to be here to see my children grow up. That gave me hope knowing that I had that chance, and I did. Visit noonemissed.org for more. A public service message from Longevity Foundation. WTOP at 121. Good morning. Welcome in. This is WTOP News. Do the effort now to provide free Metro bus service in D.C. this summer so you can leave your car in the parking garage or the driveway. There's a problem this morning. D.C.'s chief financial officer says there's been a drop in tax revenue and it is no longer clear where the money for the free bus service will actually come from. But two members of the D.C. Council who have strongly pushed this plan say it's up to them to decide who will supply the funding. The latest estimates actually remove the funding set aside for Metrobus, leading to a blistering statement from D.C. Council Chair Phil Mendelson and Ward 6 Councilman Charles Allen. Mendelson is asking for the legal basis behind the CFO's writing out of the funding in the report. Meanwhile, Allen says in the same statement it's the council's job to make spending decisions and accuse the CFO of repeatedly underestimating city revenue by hundreds of millions of dollars. But D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, who raised questions about the proposal last year, says her budget will reflect the reality of the situation. It's never a good idea to spend money you don't have, that you haven't even collected. John Dome in WTOP News. Recently telling you about improvements coming to Dallas Airport. Now we've learned 38 million federal bucks should be devoted to BWI Marshall. Maryland lawmakers say the airport's largest baggage handling system will be completely revamped. You can also expect, we're told, large spaces for concessions and improved restrooms. Stay tuned. You've seen the Disney animated musical version of Beauty and the Beast, but it's a completely different take at Synetic Theater in Crystal City, Virginia. 
it really is a completely different atmosphere than the Disney version. Yes, there are similarities that Belle goes in place of her father and goes to stay with the beasts and they do find love, but it is a darker version. There is a twist in our version as well. There are some surprises. Irina Kavzatske plays Belle across Zanagankuag's beast. The costumes are a little different, but there is the horns, the makeup, there's a lot of fur, kind of like hooves on stage, kind of like an animal-human hybrid. It's quite terrifying, but also really beautiful. Jason Fraley, WTOB News. If you haven't heard enough lately about the problems that are plaguing the Washington Commanders, apparently the team has the worst working environment for players and their families. The very worst. NFL Players Association survey gives Washington an F for its treatment of players' families, a D-plus for food, F-minus for its athletic training room, and as well an F-minus for its locker rooms and travel operations. Players also lack confidence in team owner Dan Snyder will invest to upgrade the facilities in the end. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. People who shop at Diamonds Direct for diamonds and engagement rings can't believe the prices. They blew everybody else out of the water. I saved between $1,500 and $2,000. Came here first, got a really good price, went around everywhere else, and it wasn't really even close. I looked online, I'd actually shopped a couple of local stores. They could not begin to touch the size, the quality, or the pricing. Crazy the deal that we got. Couldn't believe I was able to get into a ring like this. Of all the places that I visited, everybody from mom and pop shops to wholesalers to local franchisees, nobody could compete from a pricing It's because Diamonds Direct is a true direct diamond importer with special access to the world's most exquisite diamonds. No middleman markups and a commitment to beat any price, anywhere, anytime. Whether it be duty-free in the Caribbean or other countries, Diamonds Direct prices have beaten everything I've looked at. At least 20% lower than what we had been looking at at other stores. They blew everybody else out of the water. Get the engagement ring of her dreams at the price you deserve. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. DiamondsDirect.com. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. And there's Think morning, red. Mar- and now my turn. Uh, March 2nd at 125. <laughs> Let's check in now with Rob Woodport. Hey, man, we're just taking this new format for a ride, aren't we? We're trying. Hey, man, the Capitals took a couple of pucks for a ride. They overcame another deflating trade, multiple in-game injuries, and an opponent that just beat them on their own ice last week, winning a wild 3-2 overtime contest in Anaheim. Tom Wilson, two goals on the night, including the game winner, telling NBC Sports Washington. Yeah, I mean, it's a great group of guys in there, and it's been a crazy week. Guys coming in, out, injuries now, and it's just been that way all year, and all we can do is come together and play as a group, and, you know, that's that's our first win. Hopefully we can rack them together here. Yeah, the one-on-one start to this current road trip has the Caps at 12-6-0 on the road since December the 5th, and they should offer some tips to the Terps. They're now 2-8 on the road after a 73-62 upset loss to Ohio State, number 21 Maryland again. Uh, winners of only two road games, true road games this season. Unlike the Terps, uh, GW, George Mason, they extended their respective win streaks. Georgetown took a 40-point beating at Creighton to close out the regular season. Rob Woodwork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob. Let's give proper credit where credit is due. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. I'm John O'Hurley, and I support Paralyzed Veterans of America because our heroes have sacrificed so much for our independence. While parachuting with my platoon, my parachute didn't open. It left me paralyzed. I just don't think my family would be as happy as they are. 
without the support that 